Hello and welcome to Faith Factor. My name is Austin Segal and today we'll be discussing fear, faith, and a few other subjects that come to my mind. But first, let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, I pray that whatever is said in this podcast, in this Bible study, will be helpful to somebody and that something I said will touch somebody and that you may use this to your benefit for your glory and that the people that listen to this podcast have some sort of value that comes from this. I just pray for this country and our leaders that their hearts be softened, softened, and that you shine a light on this country so that the world may come to know this country as you do. So that it may be changed for the better. And I pray for anybody that's been unspoken prayers. I praise you and thank you in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Something that I've recently come into terms with is uh, I've always had a fear of what people think of me and what they would think when I say something that is not particularly popular or common or well known. But anyway, I just took a deep breath and with the help of my Lord Jesus Christ, I said, I no longer care what other people think about me, and I will speak the truth and believe and help people any way I can without fear of what they think of me. There's many problems with fear, and it manifests itself in many different forms. It's not just one form or two. It can be in millions of forms, and it can be different depending on who the person is. But it depends on who the person is, and to determine how it manifests itself. But the scripture that I remember for this is, For God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of, of a sound mind. Second Timothy 1.7 And then there's a line or two from a song that I heard on the radio. It, maybe it was today. I don't remember. It says, Through the eyes of men, it seems there's so much we have lost. So we look down the road where all the prodigals have walked. One by one, the enemy whispered lies, led them off as slaves. And that just kind of spoke to me a little bit. Not so much, but it did get to me. And then the next one that really got to me is after I got off work, I got in my car, and I was in Casey's parking lot, and I get in my car and turn on the radio, and I hear, you never gave up on me. You never gave up on me. And I knew in my spirit that that was pointed towards me because of my battle with fear and that I relinquished my fear, and God was nodding to me saying, I have not forgot about you. But I am with you. Because yeah. one of the common reoccurrences in the Bible, Have I not commanded thee, be strong and of a good courage, be not afraid, neither be thou dismayed. For the Lord thy God is there wherever thou goes. Joshua 1.9 
No, but there is a lot of problems in this country with fear and lies. And the future of this country, people actually believe that the election, well, it is important for many reasons, but not for the reasons you think they are. Because whether you voted for Trump or Biden or whoever, I believe that God has appointed Donald Trump for the president this last four years and the next four years. And then in Alabama, Georgia, and Nevada, two of three of those states will be turned to the red side. But anyway, the thing that I find funny is no matter how much the Democrats or anybody in Congress has tried, they have tried to get rid of Trump on numerous different occasions by numerous different methods and all have failed miserably. And it's because he was appointed by God to change this country and for his glory, for the glory of God, that God may be glorified by the things that Trump has done by inviting him back into the schools and the homes and the hearts of people and trying to get God back in government and the court system and just bring this country back to where it once was before all political corruption broke loose. No, but the, and the next thing about politics is they're liars. I'm not surprised when they lie and I seriously don't trust them. Even if they were telling me I was on fire, I still wouldn't trust them. Nothing against them. I'd pray for them, but I don't trust them. But this next couple lines is what I think of. He are of your father the devil, and the lust of your fathers you will do. He was a murderer from the beginning and abode not in the truth, because there is no truth in him. When you speak of the lie, he speak of his, of his own, for he's a liar and the father of it. And most of the people in Congress and the House of Representatives, I mean, there are some exceptions, but most people in Congress are from the devil. They're trying to get his agenda done. And I feel like some of them may not even realize that that's what they're doing. They think may think that this is all their idea and that, you know, nobody has ever heard of anything like this. That's my thought. Anyway, in this country, we have to stand strong on the word of God and keep the faith and trust in the Lord that his plan will conquer the entire world and all the people in it. And another scripture I read recently, let your moderation be known unto all men. The Lord is at hand. Be careful for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your request be made known unto God. And the peace of God, which path is all, path is all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Philippians 4, 5 to 8. Chapter 4, 5 to 8. And, and then the next part. Therefore, there, thou therefore, my son, be strong in the grace that is Christ Jesus. And the things that thou hast heard, 
of me among many witnesses, the same commit thou to faithful men who shall be able to teach others also. Thou therefore endure hardness as a good shoulder of Jesus Christ. No man that weareth entangleth himself with the affairs of this life, that he may please him, please him who hath chosen to be a soldier. Okay, so the other thing I wanted to kind of fit in here. And I started thinking about this. Well, I didn't think about it, but I was given the ideas. And I was like, I got to start writing these down because I free, I think of them way too fast to remember all of them in the order in which they came in. Okay, so... The focus of this is mainly Hebrews 11, but verse 6 is the one I'm aiming for. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evil, the evidence of things not seen. For by it the elders obtained a good report. Through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. By faith Abel offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain, by which he obtained witness that he was righteous, God testifying of his gifts. And by it he being dead yet speaketh. By faith Enoch was translated that he should not see death and was not found, because God had translated him. For because his translation he had this testimony that he pleased God. But without faith it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that seek, seek diligently. By faith Noah being warned of God, God of things not yet seen, moved with fear, prepared an ark to saving of his house, by which he con condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness which is by faith. By faith Abraham went, he was called to go out into a place which he had, should after receive an inheritance, obeyed, and he went out not knowing whether he went. See, this is the thing, is some of the Christians, and I'm not pointing fingers or convicting because I'm just as guilty of this as uh, anybody else, but we get, get ideas that are given to us by God, and... We don't go with it or follow through with it because we don't know what's going to happen and we don't want, we think about what they're going to say and not what's going to actually happen or the ripple effect from it. But if you obey the word of God and the voice of God when he speaks to you, it will turn out better for you than if you had not listened. I mean, it's not going to go necessarily down a dark path but it could if you don't by faith he soared in the land of promise as in a strange country dwelling in tabernacles with Isaac and Jacob the heirs with him of the same promise for he looked for a city which hath foundations whose builder and maker is God through faith also Sarah herself received strength to conceive seed and was delivered of a child 
back to the original uh, line. She delivered a child when she was past age because she was judged him. She judged him faithful who had promised. Therefore, sprang there even one, and him as good as dead. So many as the stars of the sky in the multitude, and as the sand which is in the seashore innumerable. They all died in faith, not having received the promises, but having seen them afar off, and were persuaded of them, and embraced them, and confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth. For they that say such things declare plainly that they seek a country. And truly, if they had been mindful of that country from whence they came out, they might have had opportunity to have returned. But now they desire a better country that is in heavenly, wherefore God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he hath prepared for them a city. By faith, Abraham, when he was tried, offered up Isaac, and he that received the promises offered up his only begotten son. Well, that's about as far as I'm going to get today. And I'm sure there's more in there that I could cover. But I just wanted to cover the main parts. The fact that without faith, it is impossible to please God. That is the number one thing that everybody needs to know. No matter how old you are, how young you are, or where you are. Saved by grace through faith. That's the only way to get saved. No, but anyway, I thank you for tuning in to Faith Factor. Please come again, support, donations, anything will be helpful. Thank you.